forget you guys about something. Pop tarts. I. What do you mean? Remember, we still have pop tarts. What do you here's, mean? Remember. Here's the thing. Don't tell me this is okay or not. I am not allowed to go to the grocery store uh, after having been after being 420 friendly. Because I will go to all the sections I never let myself go to when I am sober. Pop-Tarts is one of those is reasons. Pop-Tarts and Funyuns? And granola. <laughs> and granola. granola. Oh. People are like, oh, my granola is healthy. It's like, well. Hello, everybody. My name is Jennings Browder on God Spice, the podcast. I am the Gregory. Yes, the and Gregory. I'm The Gregory. And we are so excited yes. because we have an awesome, amazing creator actor, really talented person who's joined our show today. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it over to him so he can introduce himself. Hello, everybody. My name is Jennings Brower. Hope you guys are doing amazing, phenomenal, fantastic. All the words and adjectives that mean good things. I'm super happy to be here on God Spice, the podcast. Currently in LA, by the way, first travel show you guys are doing. Yes. The, the and we are bringing you the Bridgerton version Yes, of the Bridgerton it. version. Yes, of course, yes. the Bridgerton version, which I totally need to dress up for. Today. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you're just in your, like, you mm -hmm. know, skinny little t-shirt, like, you yes, know, but, I don't know. You're mm. wearing your undergarments. Is I that am. right? I am indeed wearing my oh, undergarments. You know? I'm not going mm -hmm. commando today. I decided to be casual there's that new study that came out on sweetener recently right mm -hmm. that is now they found is another You're trying to take away the one soda curious. the one soda i drink what's, what's the, the one soda you drink i don't actually have any like soda fetish at oh, all oh yes Ooh. yes and i only this drink is her one it. soda fetish it's like the one soda fetish i'm so curious mm. fill me in coke zero Mm. And I so like you and my dad pizza. are the same, is what I'm, is what I'm told. Coke Zero. Right. I'm right. like your dad. You're like my dad. And, and he's I'm a like great my dad. Person. And I'm great like my person. dad, who's an amazing person too. Does your dad drink Coke Zero? He drinks can after can. Yeah, your dad okay. does like. But okay. Coke Zero for you is like historically, you know, you know, after you see a scene in a movie, people have sex and they light up a cigarette. Yeah. You, you know, it's like you have sex and she pops open a can of Coke Zero. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so instead of popping open, a, you know, a new box of cigarettes, you just have your Coke Zero. Yeah, I don't good time out. That's I don't all it drugs is. Drugs and I don't smoke. So I drink Coke Zero. So you drink Coke Zero. It's a different type of popping fuzz. And not sure how this connects to yes. what you were about to tell us earlier. And I'm really curious now. Mm, yes, called yes. Book Talk. I'm yeah, curious. So pretty much like if you guys drop into any kind of super sexy, gravelly voice, uh, Book Talk or Book mm. Grammar. I don't know what other, you know, Reddit or YouTube or Tinder, Twitter is what I was trying to say. Tinder is probably a good part of book talk. Mm. I would be, I would be sure of that. One time, made a, a, a video in the morning, and it was not my normal bubbly like personality. It was kind of like a hey, good morning, guys. Hope y'all are doing fantastic. And somebody was like, "You need to stop growling at me right now." And apparently, the comments just were flooded with book talkians. Which are apparently really? people that enjoy romance novels and romance oh, novels. Like Daniel books. Steele type oh, yes. of followers. So are you gonna be the next Fabio? You know, I hope so. It's hey, a good gig. Uh, I've actually done about somewhere between eight and twelve romance novel covers. Really? Um, shot with a bunch of photographers in New York and they just sell stock photos to romance novel authors. You left that uh, off yes. on the resume because at first it was creator, actor, but mm -hmm. model as well. I've done modeling for a good while. Well, right modeling now. could be just super hard. We it were can watching be very difficult. Yeah. We were watching the George Michael uh, oh, documentary yeah, the so other uh, yesterday while we were flying out. It went to the scene where it was what I think is freedom. Oh that's right freedom Freedom, where he has all the different models, like Naomi Campbell, and they were interviewing some of the models. And you have no idea how hard it is to lip sync songs. Sure. <laughs> I also think lip syncing can be extremely difficult. Think about how many artists do lip sync in concerts. Oh, and Oh, when they should. I also feel like once you've had a lip sync something, all of a sudden that changes your confidence when you know you're going to do a live no lip sync show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, but it's also it. so enjoyable. 
Yeah, to like of course. really mm. sing on yeah. stage. I love it. Yeah. Like I, I miss, I, we haven't performed since boy. COVID mm, started and sure. we need to, I mean, except for singing our Magic Mushroom song on the mm, show. That's true. Like, yeah, we, we, we have a, uh, we have we, a song. We have our own original. We do. Yes, yeah, so we have the guitar. We, we would bust it out for you and you could sing with us. You okay. could have, you yep. could have. I could, could have. Still, I could just but beatbox could, it. But you could beatbox yeah. it. You can beat the table. In the woods. Up in Maine. I took my clothes off. It felt so good. It felt so good. It felt so good. Magic mushrooms. We've had like all our guests sing this I, in the New York I, I love production. that. <laughs> I feel encapsulated. I feel like I'm on magic mushrooms right That's now. That's our whole thing. You like, don't should have my clothes to do still be on at this moment? Or should yeah. I just be like frolicking in the main woods right now? I don't know. Now? You might be frolicking because you're yes. in Bridgerton. Whoa. Yes, Bridgerton, LA. Bridgerton, oh, that's LA. true. We are in Bridgerton. We are indeed. Are we really in Bridgerton, or are we just really in the metaverse right now? And this is just—I don't know. Where are we? What, what are your fictitious. thoughts on that? Yes. The whole Web three business. I will be, especially as an actor now. Mm. It's it's interesting. I, I don't mind like VR, like playing mm -hmm. VR yeah. games, and mm -hmm. I've been in the metaverse where you can go talk to people or hop on a comedy stage and do jokes. I think there are aspects that are cool, but I'm afraid of people sitting in floating futuristic scooter chairs and living in a totally different digital world where their physical bodies are no longer being used. Yes. Did you see the dog <laughs> police that they're going to release in LA? Yes. Patrol? I love that show. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. no there's going to be robot dogs. AI. They're freaky looking. Dogs that are yeah, freaky we were looking. Them on they the look news like this Terminator types. Yeah. And they said LAPD is going to have them helping to Whoa. facilitate crime control. This is how it starts, you guys. You know, people will say, oh, well, you know, we've, we have friends that we've had this discussion. Oh, AI will never take over. It's controlled by humans. At one point, be able to truly think on its own. How many right? movies have said the same thing? Exactly. And now we're saying the same thing. First off, hey, AI, my name is Jennings Brower. I love you. You're welcome. You're valid here. Just know that. So yes. hopefully I'm now <laughs> setting my stone for a solid relationship. If you were on Bing right now, Bing, you know, search engine, and was chatting with ChatGPT, it would, it would, Chat GPT it would, pro, you know, it would pro proclaim its love for you. But again, ChatGPT, like if you end up running the AIs in the future, <laughs> so respect you and you're so powerful. So, so question oh. for you, mm. AI, creepy. I mm -hmm. think the three of us agree. Mm. There's like a good and a creepy thing to it, yeah. Oh, yeah. right? Is that a consensus? I 100%. Yeah, I I'm I've got a lot of friends who do uh, digital art. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I know with like the ChatGPT, you can now like start to do almost animated videos yeah. or mm -hmm. digital art by just typing something in and it's really it's going to be hard. I think I think there's always going to be a market for the human touch. I know that ChatGPT can come up with scripts mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. topics. And again, I think it is difficult because that's going to become a, a gray area where you don't know if somebody's creating their own ideas. But what about yeah. acting opportunities? Mm. Like, what could AI do for actors? Mm. Well, I think I think people that are really passionate about writing and want to work on a new book or or TV series because mm -hmm. all of it is also interchangeable mm -hmm. could one hundred percent write a script that they're like, oh, cool, now I need to cast for this. Mm -hmm. And until they're able to just AI actors, which that sounds terrifying and scary, but respect it, mm -hmm. respect it, technology, mm -hmm. do your thing. We heard that you were once in the corporate world. I was. I got my degree in finance. My dad was a financial planner his entire life. Mm. Worked with Lincoln Financial. Eventually uh, wanted to live not 45 minutes from home and started his own business uh, five minutes away from our house where we grew up and my parents still live. Finance was always the safe route. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Growing up, I loved superheroes, loved comics. There was no real route for any of that unless you became an actor, which in Jacksonville, Florida is not really a thing. Mm-hmm. And the closest thing I ever had was uh, going to summer camps and doing mm-hmm. the theater things or joining the drama club or the set builder class. Um, and I think one time there was one of those potentially fake Disney auditions, like traveling auditions mm. to find like child actors. Yeah. Yes. Um, which apparently I did okay. And because I was overweight, had braces and glasses, they said, just wait till you grow out of your braces uh, and then get back in touch with us. I I'm sorry. Did you say you were overweight? I was overweight, had braces and glasses. And glasses. We both can relate to his mm-hmm. pre description. Mm-hmm. Yes, I didn't have braces. I didn't have glasses. I like to wear sunglasses, but I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and blue light filter glasses are great if you're gaming or on your computer a lot. It, it, exactly. But I was I was considered overweight as a child. I was actually made fun of. With that, I'm sure you all can also relate. The mm-hmm. personality that we have today is so inspired by who we were as kids, who mm-hmm. maybe like we were afraid to be because of not being accepted, not being welcomed, not being able to fit in with either the cool kids or just friends in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and I felt, for, at least for me, that I stifled so much of that personality in public spaces that now with the acting and the content creation, I get to be that every day, all day, and be really proud and confident in that. Mm. And it's it's definitely changed with who I am. For me, I wasn't necessarily obese girl mm-hmm. or, sure. mm-hmm. or chunky girl. I, w- I had other issues. I was just ugly. Mm. Like, I'm literally... You weren't ugly. No, we did the episode. We showed my hideous photo. Yeah, but you weren't ugly. I was a very cute mm. baby. And then when I went through puberty... I went through the awkward, ugly years. Sure. And I also grew up in a very, like, unfortunately racist and unwelcoming uh, environment mm. in the suburbs of New York. And it was really, I, I can actually empathize and understand kind of finding this other version of yourself sure. later. How do you take what you went through mm-hmm. and now finding this new version of yourself as you peel back the onion layers, sure. right? Like in mm-hmm. your creator slash actor, creators, you know, what, whatever you want to call yourself, mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. an interesting human being who does things that you love. To be, I've always been a rebel my, my entire life, always beat it to the tune of my own drum. And I've always loved fashion. And even though I moved into this kind of stodgy industry from, you know, originally being in the entertainment world, uh, starting at Electric Lady Studios, which is Jimi Hendrix's studio, Very to cool. being signed to Warner, to being then in the digital world of the internet when it first started to proliferate, found myself in finance because the finance industry all of a sudden wanted these alternative thinkers, sure. these avant-garde Absolutely. type individuals yeah. that will come in and challenge the status quo. And that just happened to be me. And I had to find find my my path because all of a sudden I'm like challenging literally every you know, preconceived notion and just when it came to attire, I just refused to change. To wear clothes. Well, <laughs> to wear nice. clothes, number one. Book talk. Book, well, <laughs> it's funny. As, 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 we, as, yeah. we forgot to wear clothes. Well, we did talk about it on a pod one day that literally my, my favorite item of clothing is literally my birthday suit. If I could walk around naked every day, two, four, seven, I totally would. Listen, I love being naked. I If I could walk around barefoot. And maybe it's because of going to Maine since I was a little kid in the summers on the Rocky Coast. Mm-hmm. I would be barefoot every day, everywhere if I could. So I used to be barefoot. I used to be barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing. I used to I, be once upon a time. I used to be once upon a time until. <laughs> now we're going uh, into uh, foot yes, talk. Until, <laughs> until right. October. Only feet. <laughs> until October 2021. We are in Connecticut. And whenever we're in Connecticut, I would always walk around barefoot out in the grass. It was October. It was a gorgeous weekend. We were there. We had campfires and everything. I happened to have 
a cut in my foot because my feet were just dry from it was like during covid from mm. being, be, man being feet. yeah man feet being barefoot feet. inside my foot was dry <laughs> and like had a crack in it and now i'm walking around outside in dewy grass all of a sudden my foot started to hurt a couple weeks later and then my foot started to swell a little bit i'm like okay well sometimes that happens because you know i'm running over you something and then all of a sudden her sister and, and brother-in-law are in town and they look at my foot like you have they're an infection. All doctors, they're all doctors, as you can imagine. Like you have sure. an infection, you have to get this taken, you know, care of. End up going to City MD. They take a look at my foot. They they said you have a bad infection. They put me on antibiotics. Reach out to a podiatrist, and the podiatrist is in the office that day. She does a like a FaceTime video with me. She, first thing she says, "Oh my God, that's the worst infection I've ever COVID, seen." So it's during COVID. She's like, "You have to go to the hospital immediately. Go to the hospital." And they told me that I had a severe staff infection. Um, they were trying to figure out like, what it was. You had they, a staff they, infection? Yeah, they were trying to figure out, was it? We'll circle back. Oh, they're like, no. Yeah, they're trying to figure out, is it MRSA? What is it? They're now pumping me with antibiotics, like vial after vial. My leg, my foot, just as you can just watch the redness starting to go up my foot. They were worried I was going into sepsis. So Whoa. I went from literally like being this healthy dude, walking in dewy grass, with a cut in my foot to literally almost dying. Sure. I, they rushed yep. me in for a quick MRI. Then the next morning they um, performed a surgical procedure, completely drained my foot. It was a miserable experience. It was terrible. It was, it was horrible. So I learned my lesson yeah. um, to basically walking around barefoot all the time. It's, it is tough. So to circle back, I'm so sorry you had to deal with staph. <laughs> I also had a staph infection. So what was your staph? Uh, there's something called a, a it's, it's like a tightrope. Um, but they're called slack lines. Mm -hmm. You might have seen them in Central Park or anywhere else. It's pretty much like a piece of canvas, almost like um, fire hose uh, line that'll go between two trees. They got a they got a crank on one side. Oh yeah, yeah. it can either yep. be super duper tight and people can like do the bouncing tricks and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Or it can be super loose and they kind of do like more of the surfer walk. And I guess at one of the times that I was uh, latching the. Um, uh, the tightrope to a tree, mm -hmm. uh, a box spider, which are not venomous <gasps> on their own, but they carry a lot of bacteria yes. and everything oh. else. Uh, apparently, when, when I was fixing the, the slack line, it crawled on this forearm, and I believe it's this spot right here that y'all can see. You have a wolf spider <laughs> bite. I, oh, yeah. Too. I'll, I'll have to tell that story. Like That's crazy, because I'm telling y'all right here, I think it was where the scarring is. Uh, I, I got a bite. A day or two later, I am sitting in class. I, I don't know how neither myself nor my parents saw it because I, I was in high school in, in Florida. Mm -hmm. I was wearing T-shirts. It's not like I was covering this arm. Yeah. This forearm apparently had swollen to like twice its size and I'm sitting in class doing stuff and one of my classmates is like, Jennings, are you okay? And I, I'm like, what do you mean? And they point out my forearm to me and I haven't noticed it and they're like, your, oh. your forearm, forearm's really swollen and I compare them I was like, oh, this isn't good. So I raised my hand, went to the nurse. Mm -hmm. Mom came and picked me up. I'm driven to one of the local uh, walk-in clinic type places and this guy, this guy decided to go extreme, worst comes to worst prognosis. Oh, he God. says, well, if you have a staph infection, it's possible you're going to lose your arm. <gasps> that, that's but what I they am, told me about my foot. I am 15 or 16 years old. Foot. It is yeah. like before noon yeah. on like a Tuesday as I've been pulled out of class. Don't know if you experienced this. Did they give you like IVs overnight? Oh, they. I was yeah. pumped up with multiple, like they were IV, like pumping it pump. through my body so yep. quickly. Yep. It was yep. like... Literally IV after IV. Did they did they ever give you one that like had not had enough time out of the fridge and oh. actually made your body cold? 
What? No. Yes. Oh, wait, is that why? Remember I was freezing? Yes, that's possible. And Remember this, I kept saying, I can't, like, I can't get warm. And they kept putting blankets, I hope putting blankets on me. But I also hope that we had a similar story. Oh. But the nurses are supposed to take out the IVs out of the, the uh, fridges to let them get to room temperature before they pump it. Especially because they're pumping it into us. Yeah. yeah. At night, same. I could not get warm. And I like to sleep in the cold anyways with blankets. But when your body is literally pumping chill. cold yeah. liquids yeah. through yeah. it. And it's fighting an infection. It's flushing. You can't. You yeah. can't stay warm. So I dealt with that. Luckily, a few days later, they were able to remove the super pus. Super pus. Oh. So, so, so both of you almost died from mm. almost lost limbs. Limb. When they mm. removed it, did it like shoot out? Oh yeah. Ew, oh yeah. Come no, on, no. Greg. So they said they, no, no, one hundred percent. They said observe it. Let us know if it ever pops or if like pus comes out. I'm in the shower, like shaking my hair or you know washing my hair or something, and I'm pretty sure my forearm bumps the wall, and that's when I felt a little doop. I was like, little butt. Sorry, no, I saw that. No, um, you both are just and, so and gross. I, and I was like, oh, I'm like, let me get a towel on, call the nurse. I'm like, yeah, uh, it's happening. You handsome <laughs> men next to me talking about spurting pus. Spurting Thanks, pus. guys. You know yeah. what? The thing about spiders, though, when they bite you, you normally don't feel it because they feel it I because no the idea. venom they have a special. Well, you're, that Ooh, bite numbing. is still scarred on you, yeah. right? We're in the Poconos, in the Poconos yeah. of Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. at a at a friend's place. And whenever we're there, it's 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 funny. They they when they buy me uh, birthday gifts, they buy me fire, which is basically <laughs> buying me wood. Cause see, I love that you said that. Shout out to my roommate Lonnie Martz. Uh, he is a pyro, as I also am. For oh. his birthdays, I buy him different really cool lighters. Oh, like the super oh. off the wall, like nice XC electric lightning. We like know, we know, Mr. Lonnie. Yeah. Yes, we love Lonnie. Yes. yes, yeah, Lonnie's yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. In, shout out, Lonnie intellectual Lonnie comedian. Yes. yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> and and so we went out to, I was getting wood from out, outside, out of the wood pile. And like, I'm always looking to make sure there's no spiders because that's where spiders like to hang out. And so I'm like stacking wood, literally yep. like a, a mound like this. I walk back inside, I like place all the wood down on, on the mantle, throw some logs into the fire. And like an hour later, I think you had mentioned, was it, I think you had mentioned, what's that on your arm? Yeah, I'm like, what is that? I had that? this round circle and is, two fang marks right there. And, well, listen, the long story short here is, yeah. if you find the quote, love of your life, she sticks around for spraying pus. The ups and downs. And the non-divorce situation. Yes, and the non-divorce yeah, situation. Yeah. So, so what's, what's yeah. happening? What a champion. Exactly. What, do you have that type of but I'm like, no, I'm like love in your life? No, yes. I don't. Why? Uh, great question. Uh, let me start by saying this. Therapy is wonderful, everybody. Even if you don't think you need it, I, oh, I, I, I'm try. a huge, right? huge supporter of therapy. Yeah. Um, I had a big, my, my first long-term relationship, uh, first and last, unfortunately, uh, was in college. We dated for about two to three years. Mm -hmm. uh, we met via cheerleading. Um, most of the relationship was really, really great. You were a cheerleader? I was a cheerleader. Nice. I was. I, I coached uh, at a place called Tallahassee Community College um, in Tallahassee, Florida, and I had some super strong female bases. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Coach Jennings, let us put you up. And I'm like, no. <laughs> That's not happening. I'm like, I put people up. I don't get put up. And they're like, please trust us. Let us put you up. And mm -hmm. I ended up conceding and saying yes. Mm -hmm. And they just had me here at, at their chest height, which was maybe like five, I don't know, five. Mm -hmm. Terrifying. And they put me to extension. And I'm sitting there just like, I now understand the concept of pulling up through your shoulders, holding everything super tight. Because you got to think about it. If you have mm -hmm. a baseball bat, you can pretty easily like mm -hmm. keep it balanced. Sure. Mm -hmm. If you had a wet noodle, there's no chance. Mm. The therapy has been great. Therapy's mm. been fantastic. Have um, you like? So I'm actually a believer in therapy <clears throat> since before I went through my divorce, mm -hmm. and then it was really critical 
uh, for me to provide it for my daughter. Sure. Um, I got divorced when she was very young. Like I thought, okay, I'm done with therapy. But I've been actually thinking about going back to therapy yeah. to actually um, just manage my uh, balance when it comes to being a mom of a teenager mm -hmm. while I have all like high expectations of myself to be a sure. better mother. Mm. And I'm realizing maybe I should go back to therapy because I, I paused it for a little bit. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like, you know, yeah. well, what has it done for you? So the relationship ended, I believe, looking back because we were just in two different chapters of life. Mm -hmm. uh, she graduated college a year before I did uh, mm -hmm. because I was an exchange student after high school. So I actually started college a year later than I was normally going to. She moved to a different state for the first time in her life, living outside of a different state. I'd already been an exchange student living abroad. Mm -hmm. um, got, it, got the job of her dreams. And I think she was in a place where it was like, oh, there's so much more outside of my Florida bubble that I know and I'm comfortable in. I need to start this on my own. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a conversation that I don't think she knew how to have. It felt like it went a little bit more of the, well, maybe I just need to be dry and unloving and mean almost. Mm -hmm. I almost want to describe it as like when you're in kindergarten, if you're mean to somebody, it's either because you like them or you want them to not like you. Yeah. And it unfortunately went to that space where I think one of the, one of the things I'd heard that really told me where the tide was going was, I don't know what to do or how to treat you to not to get you to not like me anymore. And I'm like, mm -hmm. like, we've been saying love for like a whole year and a half. That's crazy. Um, so long story short, it ended when we were in two separate places, ended over the phone. Uh, oh. And right as I was going through like final exams and stuff, mm -hmm. which is not to say that I was the most perfect boyfriend ever, even though I think I tried to. I think that's one of the things that probably also scared her off because she had had bad relationships before me. So there's a lot of variables that I'm in no way, shape or form saying she's a terrible person in no way. I think sure. it was very much two different chapters of life. And neither she was of us, on a different journey. And neither of us mm -hmm. knew how to communicate the way that we probably could have now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of my big push to start pursuing acting and, and a creative space. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's what got me to go to New York. Um, mm -hmm. When I went to New York, I knew if I was going to make acting work, I wanted to be in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. But I knew that I had to give kind of an uncapped amount of time to New York to really get started because I was 23, 24, mm -hmm. starting in an industry that I'd been doing the polar opposite of for mm -hmm. the past four or five years. So n knowing how, how hard I typically fall when if, if I do give my heart to someone, which has happened one time. She was the one person I've ever really told I've loved mm -hmm. and that means a lot for me. And I knew I wanted to be in LA. So I didn't want to start any kind of relationship. Yep. Knowing that I was going to be yeah, going to LA at some point. Yeah. And I think all of us have the idea of like a perfect significant other. Obviously, you guys found each other. Good for y'all. Mm -hmm. um, I know that for me, it's it, 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 I was fighting the idea of what is my type? Or what is my perfect kind of girl? For me specifically, like I would love to find somebody who's athletic. If they mm -hmm. have a faith base, does not have to be Christian. I'm Christian, but I'm of the mindset that as long as they believe in something mm -hmm. and they have love at the center of their being, that is really all that matters to me. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think for all of humanity, I hope. I'm a big fan, especially after my year abroad, of people who are from other places. Mm -hmm. uh, I would love it if she was bilingual, mm -hmm. with English maybe not being the first language. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, one day when we have kids, they can grow up learning more than one language, which I think mm. is super I think cool. it's a great idea. You know? Um, I love dating women where English isn't their primary language and they can barely speak the language. So sure. when they're yelling at me, I don't really understand what they're saying. You're just like, yeah, you are so hot. You are just, <laughs> wow. I can, I can feel the passion of what you're saying, babe. And I love you too. I love you too. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Me, me being the first non, uh -huh. um, you know, traditional format of a woman that he's ever been. I love how you said format. <laughs> 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 right. Um, but to answer your question, uh, 
I am someone that is a little bit of the hopeless. Sounds romantic. like you want someone to spice up your world. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, God spice uh, for real. Spice. Um, I mean, I know there's a lot of people that don't necessarily believe in love at first sight, or maybe that really huge feeling of romance or fairy tale. Mm-hmm. I do believe that you can be attracted to uh, people along the journey. Um, mm-hmm. I am in a place where I feel like. I don't necessarily want to have a hoe phase. That's something I talked to my roommate Lonnie mm. a lot about. I don't want to have a hoe phase, meaning like I'm seeing multiple people a week per se. Mm. I like to consider my idea of hooking up where I'm like playing like Christian Grey from Fifty oh. Shades of Grey. Oh. I would much rather have one person that I'm like hooking up with for a while. Sure. And then at a certain point, either if like feelings start to happen or if mm. we just say, hey, this has been really fun. Sayonara. But I, I communicate all of those expectations and intentions from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you remember when we played that game with my family over Christmas? And oh, there was like, yes. it was like the voting game or whatever. Uh-huh. Oh my God, the voting yes. game. Yeah, yes. we played sure it. Have. <laughs> yes. We have a lot of the, the tabletop card games for Stupid friends. Stupid games, right? That we yes. keep in our cupboard. Sure. Right? Like it's a judgy game to indeed. play with your family. Yeah, it is. And one of the cards that came up was, oh, the person who has... <laughs> like dated the most people. Everybody <laughs> fucking voted for me. I'm actually technically the most innocent, but I did date 13 guys in college. Mm. But that was now, over. Is that, is that dating very official? Like, like boyfriend, girlfriend? No, That's my I got, question. I got bored. Okay. And I'm a Gemini. I got mm. a little bored. I'll tell you, and I don't I, know what Gemini means. Gemini means. I know Miss Sagittarius is all I know. Oh, you. My moon sign is a water. It's a cancer. Oh. So apparently fire and water is a crazy combo. Yes, yes. Mm. Very crazy. That's why we're having great conversations. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So Gemini, we tend to be fickle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some of us are two-faced. I'm not two-faced. Okay. I'm as just, far as I can tell. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> she's Jekyll and Hyde, but she's definitely not two-faced. Yeah, no. Sure. I, don't, I understand where you are. Like, yeah. You want to explore. Mm-hmm. You want to figure out what you like and don't like. Yeah. You said in the long run, you don't want someone to stick with you well, if you're there excited. Well, loving you're not shouldn't excited. be hard. Of course. Sure. It, it shouldn't be. There's a difference between hard conversations and difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. It's like we love each other so much. Mm-hmm. And I feel so lucky that I haven't had a chance to find a life partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the second time in my life, because mm-hmm. I was married before. Right. What I think I've learned about myself is you can't just be happy. You have to actually work a little bit at being making that happiness. I, and I love that. And that's my thing is I want to meet somebody and whether that's going to be on set or on mm-hmm. one of the dating apps, I will gladly tell my mom I met you on Tinder or Hinge or Bumble, <laughs> future lover. One of them, um, yes. So did the, uh, did, did the challenges start to happen in the relationship when all of a sudden now you're acting and she sees you kissing the love interest on a daily basis on the movies? That no, no. I was 100% pursuing finance, like ready to, ready to chase her to this date. It's true. one of the reasons that I am kind of st- staying married to the career, which is one of the things I've been saying for the past seven years is because I want to not feel hindered if I'm going to a casting or an audition yeah. and I either have to kiss somebody or the movie's going to have a sex scene or something. It's why I mm. gave up acting. Is it? I was actually signed on by production house and everything and then I got married mm-hmm. and my ex who was my husband at the time he did not like me in some of those I couldn't where, pursue my career. Yeah, yeah. I yep. gave it up. I, I gave it up. Actually I, gave it up too. Too, I mean Jennings up. needs to learn about her OnlyFans account. Oh. 
We haven't started it Hell yet, but yeah. we've been talking about nice. it. He's been saying nice. this. Like we're There's like a market for it. We're like eighty like videos into this show, and you keep saying it only. Well, I'm, like I'm building buzz He's for when we actually create it. Exactly. Absolutely. Actually, you know, people you know probably what? check every day. We're gonna do an OnlyFans account for his Good. feet because yes. I know chicks we, we who like men's feet. That is have true. You, have you searched for y'all's names? There are sites where you can see what your feet have been rated. Mine are apparently actually nice. I'm like, I got hobbit feet. I got wide feet. I wear 13s not because they're long, because they're wide. wide. And I've got hair like hobbits. And I'm like, my feet are are rated some higher than some of my female content creator friends. I'm like, go me. Yeah. I grew up in the South. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in a very very straight edge family. You know, like don't don't have sex or, or do drugs or try alcohol. Yeah. Even with my rules that I had, which was wait until after high school. There's obviously like many Christians or Southerners that are like, you better wait till marriage or you are. Going to H double hockey because I already cosplay Lucifer. I'm already there. Mm-hmm. I get it. You said you're a Christian. Yep. Um, today's a holiday. Today's an Indian holiday. Oh yeah. Austin here. I'm like, what, what, am I being a bad Christian? <laughs> what holiday? No, no. It's Happy Indian holiday. holiday. What, what's the yeah. holiday? It's holy. It's the festival of colors. Yes. Colors. Yes. Colors. I'm, I'm so always sorry. In colors. Yes. We are so sorry oh, yeah. for you guys what we decided. It's okay. I'm in colors. We decided to match today. I'm in colors. It's well, all good. I figure we're going to smash each other with colors later. Are you going to spring, yes. spring in multiple colors? Uh, whatever yes. that means, yes. I'm clapping for it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever yes. it means, I'm clapping for it. Kum kum and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. So it's it's, it's a fascinating holiday because it's you basically cover yourselves with different your actual natural body with color. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you spray cool. each other with color. Yeah, so. it's it's fun. It's it's festive, but. I think. Are y'all gonna get a really big like hotel fee for that bathroom? Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> exactly. really colorful in here after you leave Jennings. You know, like I'm just happy to have warm up the space. That's cool by me. So speaking of color, yeah, any colorful stories that you could share with us? Mm. A little bit of juice. That's true. From sets. Yeah. From sets. Have you done it? Have you have you done a sex scene before? Uh, yeah, actually, um, it was what on. Was that? Did they do the towel thing? Like the we did. Way? It was 100 like the covers like they, were. They I was like wearing a pair of gym shorts. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we we used uh, the sheets and the covers, so it was pretty much a. It was a comedy called Bumbled. I mm-hmm. think it's on. I don't know if it's on Prime Video. I know for a fact it's on YouTube, mm-hmm. but it's picked up by another streaming service. I'm in one of the first two seasons, and it was just a comedy, like. I was playing the hot guy yeah. that is actually terrible in bed, mm. but he thinks he's good in bed, which is just a <laughs> hilarious co- combination. Oh. Um, I would have a prop being a character that plays like not, you know, someone who's not very good in bed. Because you're so good at it. Because I'm so good How at it. How can you play bad? It's like, I, 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 can't, <laughs> even, I, can't, I can't even fathom. <laughs> I'm, looking fathom like, like. I'm, I'm looking to the fact checker like, Greg is like, this is oh, blasphemy. I'll be like, I'm doing the best I can at being bad. They're like, but it's so good. But it's so good. Damn it, Greg. <laughs> Damn it. Greg, relax. Greg. <laughs> So I, I finished a movie uh, in Australia called Bring Him to Me. Ooh, um, we were in Australia. Did you guys we shoot? Were, we were stationed uh, on the Gold Coast. Not a bad place to be mm-hmm, hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to play like the main bad person's right-hand man, which mm. I'm really excited about. Um, I'm, if y'all can't tell, very delusional, optimist, golden retriever, mm. positive human being uh, in my day-to-day. I love playing villains, though. Because so you're part of the antagonist crew. Yeah. And I it's what kind of got me to start cosplaying Lucifer Morningstar from Netflix. Mm. It's, he's, a little, he's a little more anti-hero. He's a little more like Deadpool anti-hero, not mm-hmm. so much villain. Mm-hmm. But there's that dark suave side of him. And villains tend to have a dark suave side. Mm. Uh, filming in Brisbane. Okay. Um, super awesome. I got yeah. to go visit Cairns, which is uh, northern Australia where they have more of the rainforest. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I got to go to Melbourne and Sydney as well. And Australia did you climb so the cool. Sydney Bridge? I did. Yeah, I did. I did too. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, they are so. Strict. I led the whole pack. Did you? I have no fear of like heights. It's mm-hmm. weird. 
I'm going oh. to India on Thursday for a buddy's wedding. Oh, nice. Oh, you really? I what am. part of India? Yeah. Uh, flying to New Delhi, and then we are going to be in Udaipur. Mm. Is it a multi-day wedding? Changes during the day as well? I, so, yes. Uh, it's going to be two full days mm-hmm. with, I think, three events per day, mm-hmm. per day, which I'm really excited about. I definitely was hoping for like the full-on multi-three, four-day type thing, mm-hmm. but they're like, no, they are super packing these two days. I told them, like, I, I want to wear the traditional garb. I want to buy it so I can bring it back as well. Oh. Oh my God, um, you have to send us so photos amped. after. I gladly will. I'd love but to see that. here's an interesting thing. I am doing all my research that I can. I don't know if I'm going to be able to post TikToks while I'm there because TikTok is banned in India because of the Recently? issues they had. That with, was, that's new. Uh, no, I think it's I think it's like a year or two ago. TikTok <laughs> is actually my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, because I think there's a lot of just garbage content mm-hmm. out there and garbage mm-hmm. followers. Oh, there is. I make some of that garbage content. <laughs> but like no like the followers are also like yeah. garbage right Absolutely. like it's I don't just read like comments. um but instagram and facebook we have like quite attraction mm-hmm. and then youtube is YouTube where zone. we have spent most of our time i love tiktok and i love what it's done for me in my life um but i think instagram facebook and youtube they're not going anywhere Mm-mm. people can you know talk trash about facebook and whatever but it's not going anywhere it's, it's not going, going anywhere. Anywhere. and there's and there's while there are some people that use all the platforms, there are some people that are only on Facebook and yep. will only see your content on Facebook. And kind of the pod, we could be a little more of like an SNL type environment as sure. well, but you know, build some skits into it. For us, this is something that we get to contribute together. That's interesting, actually, like because you describe sort of someone who can empathize mm-hmm. or at least be understanding mm-hmm. of what you have to do right. in your craft. Well, mm-hmm. think about this. Think about how many people would say, "Oh no, I'm not creative at all," but in reality. You can be raised with certain social norms or whatever else, but it's still you with your willpower every day figuring out how you work your day your best, how you organize your day your best, how you raise kids, how mm-hmm. you make friends and, and go about your life and present yourself. All of that is creative. That's where I think for me, like going out with friends, playing pickleball, playing whatever. Me and my friend just filmed a skit. Uh, we went back a second day for pickleball to film a skit that we thought of the day before while playing pickleball because I pretended to be a pickleball ball boy, which again, <laughs> if you played pickleball, the nets are super low. It's I great. feel like it's gaining steam because I'm it starting to hear is. it more and more from people like loving is to that, play does pickleball. Does it require less space to yeah. play it? Yeah. So if you have a single uh, tennis court, you can have four pickleball courts. Mm-hmm. Oh, 2%. wow. Yeah. And you can play doubles and stuff too. Nice. Do you guys remember um, the guy on TV, Bill Nye, the science of guy? Of course, Bill, Bill right? Nye. So he's capitalized, Bill, Bill, on, Bill, Bill. capitalized on short form content because he, you know, being you know a scientist, he understands how the mind works and the attention span of his audience, and always created short segments. And now yeah. he's apparently, I was just reading about him the other day. He's now thriving in this environment of short form content, and he's basically really? been like a leader before people were even really creating short form content. Yes, Steve. From Blues Clues uh-huh. has made a reappearance on social media, I and everyone found loves him so his stuff. Annoying. Some well, things that need to go away. Show you've got blues to. I think I've only seen Blues Clues like Barney once or twice. Need yeah. to go away. Oh, Barney's I back. Barney's making a comeback, I and it's terrifying. Yeah. It's They're scary. Animated. It's an animated version. Yes. No, I can't. I, I never. Was, yes. I was so happy when the kid outgrew that shit. Mm. No. Lonnie no. asked me the other day. He said, "Why am I so intent about recycling? Because I will go through our trash cans and put." recycling things in the recycling bin. I'm like, because Barney scared me bad enough to do so. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know who the Fresh Beat Band is? Oh, yeah. The Fresh what? Beat Band. The Fresh Beat 
No. Thank God. See, I knew. Oh, no, I knew. Like, babe, no. The fresh beet. It's is that like to get up and go go. Like from the Nickelodeon. Go go a go go. No. Oh no. Oh no. No no. I was not a fresh beat band. I was oh. not a Wiggles kid. I was. Uh, Thank God. No. Well, he's I was, too old was, to know who the fresh beat band is. That's I was why. Vegetables. You, the only reason why I know the fresh beat band exists is because of my daughter, sure, who's sure. twelve now, but she used to love the fresh beat band, and so I found out about the fresh beat band through her because this isn't something that was around when we were kids. Right. This is only a you know a band that's been around for what the last fifteen years maybe sixteen years ago sixteen yeah but you weren't a child at that point so yeah I mean he no. was 14, no. 15, 14. yeah you yeah fresh beat band is more like when you're like seven sure sure yeah, sure eight oh. I found the Teletubbies to be a oh, little God. freaky the oh. only thing I liked about that was that I mean it's, it creeped me out as well freaking laughing baby sound was terrifying but they did have an oatmeal machine and I'm like dang. If I could just have like hot, fresh oatmeal at all mm. times, just brr, 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 mm. I'd be stoked. I think we've just learned so much from you in this episode. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to share with us in our audience? Yeah. Understanding that a lot of us have to work nine to fives or jobs that we don't necessarily love, whether it's supporting ourselves, supporting our family, supporting our schoolwork, mm -hmm. our studies. If you have a hobby, something you're really passionate about, or you really want to give it a chance, ask yourself the question, if I'm in my deathbed, what is one thing that I will regret if I never tried it? And start to give some time. Allocate 30 minutes, five minutes a day to doing it. Mm -hmm. And as you get better at it and maybe start putting it out there or whatever that looks like, give more and more time to it because I can promise you that your dreams can become a reality. And there's a way to make that happen. These guys are doing podcasting while they work the normal nine to fives. Mm -hmm. They're making it possible. So please don't give up on what you love and what you think you would enjoy doing and, and are passionate about. Um, even if it starts with five minutes a day. Mm -hmm. yeah. Really give that because you never know what that, what that can turn into. As long as you're not giving up, there are no real failures. If yeah. anything, they might not be a big old capital in 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 spotlights W. Yeah. But it might be a small little funny chicken scratch cursive W. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily feel like a big W, but it's it's a learning lesson. Because even if you fall off the bike and never get on a bike again, maybe go pick up rollerblading. Maybe yeah. go pick up something else. Right. Because you're like, okay, well that didn't work out. But let me take what I learned and That's put it somewhere point. else. That's a great so, point. I think you both really just made such great points. Mm -hmm. One, one what, last what, thing. Wait, oh, you want one more thing? Uh, I heard a rumor that, though, you're going to be at the Oscars or some Oscar-based event coming up yeah. this year. Yeah. So there's an event tomorrow morning. Um, I got to go to the Oscars nominations, which was really cool, mm -hmm. uh, a few weeks ago. And that was amazing. What's really funny about it is I had to be there at 3.30 a.m. in a full suit because they were ba going based off of East Coast time, not West Coast. Holy but it was being filmed shit. in West Coast. 3.30 a.m.? That's so imagine waking up at 2 a.m. put on like a very fancy Oscars dress or a very fancy Oscars suit. Mm. Did you even go to bed or just stay up all night? I did. You did? I did. I went to bed, I think. Like 7 like p.m.? I think it was like 9 <laughs> p.m., which is early for me. Mm. Um, but yes, tomorrow morning I'm going to something called the Oscars red carpet rollout, which I think is just them setting up the red carpet for <laughs> the Oscars. And I think myself and a handful of creators get to kind of walk the carpet for the first time. Okay. That's yeah. so exciting. That's, That's yeah. exciting. Very exciting. Yes. We're so excited for you. Thanks, guys. What a journey. Yeah, absolutely. So you went from like finance to red carpet. Look at that. God is good. And like it the can real, happen, guys. The real red carpet, that too. That can happen. Yeah. Yes. It is yes, very That possible. can happen. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for having me today, oh, This guys. has been fun. Thank you. This has been a lot a of fun. One. Where can people find you? Follow so. me everywhere at Jennings Brown. Follow Gospice everywhere or else I'll find you. Bye.